This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Fight Back with Libby Schneimer on Zoomer Radio. Welcome back now to the story that is riveting so many of us, the prospect of Harry and Meghan making Canada their home, at least part-time. Now, the British press has reported that our government has agreed, while the finance minister denies that there have been any discussions on the matter. The big question for most people is who will pay for their security. And the most recent estimate that I saw is that it could be up to $10 million a year, which is pretty hefty. Meanwhile, the Duchess is here. And yesterday she was visiting a women's shelter in BC and it was all over social media. So where are we at with this? What do you think uh, for a lot of people? It's just a question of the money. They say we, it's fine with us as long as we aren't paying the bill. The numbers to call 416-360-0740, toll free 1-866-740-4740. And I would like to welcome Alison Eastwood, editor-in-chief of Hello Canada. Hello. Hello. <laughs> so, Allison, what uh, what would you say that your readers are saying about this? What's I'm, I'm assuming they're pretty supportive. Absolutely, Libby. Actually, we had a big reader poll just before Christmas in which we asked readers um, really how they felt about the Duke and Duchess of Sussex's role within the royal family. And there was a huge outpouring of support for them, as well as um, suggestions that they might break away from the royal family. So really, like Canadian readers know where it's at. And I feel as though they are much more empathetic toward the Duke and Duchess of Sussex's plight, as it were, than perhaps in in Harry's native England. Uh, And uh, is that just because we're not British? (laughs) We have the benefit of, of some distance, and there's certainly that. But also... Yeah, I mean, I don't think, I think even though many Canadians are supportive of the monarchy, as Justin Trudeau has observed, we also don't see why it has to be all or nothing, right? Um, Many people are like, why can't they continue to represent the Queen and, um, you know, in the Commonwealth and do their charitable work, but also be independent? There are other examples of members of the royal family who have either sought their independence or were just given it at birth. And they do perfectly fine. Um, Yeah, I mean, there's, as you know, this massive outcry, mostly amongst the British tabloids, who are, of course, have been sort of singled out by Harry and Meghan on their Sussex Royal website as being the main reason that they are essentially leaving Britain. Um, Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Again, here, for most of the people that I've talked to, it, it's, a, it's, a, it's a money issue. They're right. fine, but they don't want to right. pay for security. But if Harry and Meghan remain internationally protected persons mm-hmm. under the criminal code, then we will be on the hook. Yes, we will. But the numbers... Nobody knows. I've heard everything from two million to ten million. Um, really, if it's two million, many 
people would see that as a bit of a drop in the bucket, considering the size of our population. In Britain, they claim that um, the royal family only costs the taxpayer one pound a piece um, per person every year. Um, so, in Britain, though, it's it's mm-hmm. a big draw for tourism, and yeah. you know some people say that would happen here, but I don't see that. What are people going to come to Canada hoping to glimpse them? You know, somewhere on Vancouver Island. I don't think we should underestimate the power of uh, of the royals. I mean, especially the young royals. And if they do choose to make it their home, if they choose to make BC their home, that's going to put it on the global map in a way that it really wasn't before. Most people still see Canada, even the New York, New York Times still sees Canada as a one big frozen wasteland. That was ridiculous. <laughs> Let's bring up, there was this tweet uh, from the New York Times on the weekend saying, I'm trying to remember, Canadians are giddy at the prospect of Harry and Meghan to inject some razzle-dazzle into their bone-chilling tundra. Uh, and this is the New York Times that, of course, has a Canada issue and covers things here extensively. They're- I've been to New York at times when it's been a lot colder than Toronto, yeah. just for the record. It, which sparked a huge backlash. Uh, but, uh, you know, um, so, but I think there is a certain ignorance about, about Canada. And I think really the more, the the more attention can be drawn to it in a positive way, the better it will be for tourism. And I think, I, I feel as though it will definitely boost, um, our economy. And what about, they say they want to be financially independent, but what the heck does that mean? They've trademarked Sussex Royal, so uh, and there's I guess discussions about what exactly they can do. Uh, so they're going to make money off mm-hmm. royal chachkas. Yeah, well, <laughs> hopefully uh, it's a, it's a little more you know weighty than that. But yes, they have trademarked it for over a hundred different uh, products and services uh, of all kinds of things, from obviously their website down to you know t-shirts and mugs. Um, so you know clearly. They're being very commercially minded, but really in the background is their drive to use this to, you know, to use their profile to draw attention to the causes that really matter to them. They really do want to make the world a better place and save the planet. And it's not just lip service. Uh, Megan has apparently signed a deal with Disney. Uh, and if she is in BC, she'd be close to Los Angeles. But how do you see a prospect? I mean, now that she is an internationally known person with by her first name, doesn't that impede her ability to be an actress and portray roles? I think in these days of social media, that could be said of many celebrities. Um, sometimes their, you know, their actual personas are more larger than life than the ones they're portraying on screen. Um, so I don't think that will be an impediment. Um, I wonder about her ability to to juggle both things. But she, I mean, she could do that. She did that when she was on Suits. She was also an ambassador for World Vision. She did a lot of uh, charitable work in addition to her day to day work as an actress. Um, I think that they have perhaps a slightly utopian view of living and working in Canada and being out of the public eye. 
because that's that's simply not going to happen. There's already paparazzi uh, now in BC, obviously hoping for uh, Megan sightings, and and there have been some already. She um, she just did a, a charitable visit to a women's shelter in Vancouver yesterday. Yep. So well, she put that on social media. <laughs> she she did she yeah. did, but uh, you know there have obviously been been pictures of her Is that arriving, sort of preparing and, the ground. Yeah, saying, "Look at me, I'm doing good work." Yes, definitely. Well, I mean, she she's she has consistently done good work, and I mean, let's not forget how absolutely vicious the certain members of the press were, and you know, all of the trolling she got on social media, and a lot of it. A lot of it was very racist. I am here with Alison Eastwood, Editor-in-Chief of Hello Canada. I'm going to give the numbers out again if you have something to say about Harry and Meghan and whether they should be allowed to stay here. We're not sure exactly what their immigration status would be and and, uh, whether, what do you think about... I would think if they stay, it will be likely that we will be on the hook for some of those millions in security detail. That's not worked out yet, but what do you think about that? The number is 416-360-0740, toll-free 1-866-740-4740. And Allison, we were talking about this uh, racist trolling mm-hmm. of Megan. It was, I mean, the... Uh, On the one hand, everybody is a victim of this, but um, the level to which it was directed at Meghan was, um, I mean, it was extreme, to say the least. And, you you know, you can't blame her. But, I mean, at the same time, I think Meghan in particular is is very hyper aware of of anything that's written about her in the press. And um, they certainly highlighted this on their Sussex Royal website where they broke down exactly how they're going to engage with the media in future. And they are opting out of what's called the Royal Rota which really is mystifying to most members of the public, perhaps a little bit TMI, but they explained how the tabloid media actually get the the best access to the royals when they do their official engagements. And um, usually they get first dibs on any photos that are released and they want to put a stop to that. And so they are walking away uh, not only from their sort of British responsibilities, but also from being covered by this sort of clique of reporters and photographers. Um, So it's, uh, yeah, they're really, they did a big sort of expose of things that, you know, most people had no idea about. Yeah. And really as a result of all of the negative press that they've been on the end of. And uh, and while you can expect a certain level of that from the from the tabloids... Um, a large level of it. It was and, excessive. And there are people who say, well, she's been thumbing her nose at, at uh, the royal traditions. Uh, and, you know, uh, you just reminded us, you know, Sarah Ferguson, the mm-hmm. Duchess of Pork. Uh, and before Kate Middleton's marriage, Wadey Katie. They were, you know, yeah. making fun of her. I think Kate has uh, probably had the kindest treatment of, of all of them. But at the same time, she has been sort of, she's been a model 
royal bride and uh, and she is the future queen so she has less leeway to make missteps uh, whereas you know Sarah Ferguson being married to Prince Andrew who's the you know the queen's third child and um, and Meghan being married to Harry sixth in line to the throne they have had more leeway and in a way that that makes it more difficult for them because they're caught between two worlds. Okay, uh, let's take a call from Diane in Toronto. Hello, Diane. Um, my comment is, I have no problem with the two of them moving here. None whatsoever. As for paying for their security, if they are here in Canada representing the British family and the royal family, yes, we obviously would be paying for their security. They're coming here to be independent and making their own money. Well, so if that's the case, and they have millions of dollars, the royal family themselves have personally millions of dollars. Mm-hmm. They should be paying for their own security here if they're, when they're working, just like every other celebrity and big name person that lives in this country. They pay for their own security, and so should they. I th- As I th- for the media. Um, in Britain, I can see Harry, who is uh, grew up with uh, his mother being chased around the country and ultimately killed by them chasing her. He's going to be very nervous and concerned about them doing the same sort of thing to Meghan. And so getting out of Britain, I think, would be the best thing for them and for their own mental health. Okay, Diane, thank you very much for that. That's a very good point. And I think really the overriding reason that Harry wants to do this is to protect his wife and to protect his child. Do you see any similarities between the path he is taking and the path of his great uncle who abdicated for an American divorcee? There, that is the obvious comparison. And there are some similarities, except that... Um, Wallace Simpson and and Edward VIII were in effect excommunicated from Britain, and um, well, especially as you know, he had uh, Nazi See, sympathies, sympathies yes. <laughs> and really had to be yeah. just sort of disassociated from the royal family. Whereas Meghan was very warmly received into the royal family. She had she got special treatment that no other person coming into the royal family has ever received before. She was invited over Christmas to Sandringham with the Queen before she and Harry were married, which is completely unprecedented. Prince Charles, when her, her father Thomas Markle couldn't make it to the wedding at the last minute, he took over and walked her down the aisle. There was clearly a, a lot of fondness. The Queen took Meghan on her special train, which Harry and William and Kate have never been on. And they had a private engagement um, in Cheshire, just the two of them. So um, it's difficult to reconcile the idea that the royal family has uh, been unwelcoming with many of the signs that we saw, which was the opposite. Uh, yeah. Uh, so... Uh, it's is it it's then would you say it's not dissatisfaction with the royal family but with the with the press that motivated yeah. all of this well 
I mean, most of us heard and saw that very candid, very raw interview that Harry and Meghan gave in South Africa, where Harry said that every word and click of the camera takes him right back to that night that his mother was killed by the paparazzi, as he sees it. And he has never been able to move past that. How could you? I mean, William, in a way, seems to be able to kind of take it and move on and still deal with with the press and and he he has to in his position um harry has had a much harder time with it and he sees that he has seen that happening um to megan over the past 18 months or or even two years and it it clearly terrifies him and for for megan's part she just she's both bemused and um, and distraught by the treatment that she's received at the hands of uh, of the British tabloids, and um, but I think the main point is that Harry seems feels it's safe safer to remove them, and he doesn't want his child to grow up um, the way that he did. Uh, we are out of time, but just uh, what's next in a few seconds? What's next? Well, we're looking to see obviously how things will unfold in terms of security, in terms of uh, you know where they're going to live. They obviously love BC. Megan has, uh, as we said, just visited a women's shelter there, and they may make their home there. So um, we're just waiting to... And the Queen is also going to um, reveal further information about exactly what it's going to look like and how Royal Harry and Megan will be. Ah, okay. Whether they're still the Duke and Duchess. Yes, exactly. Of Sussex Royal. Okay, on that note, I'm going to wrap things up. Alison Eastwood, thank you so much for coming in. It was very interesting. Appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Okay. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.